Welcome to The Whole Phase, a millennial dating experiment powered by Sirens NYC. Ready, set, ho! Welcome back to the whole phase of millennial dating experiment. As you guys know, we are powered by Sirens NYC, baby. Yes, and we're coming straight out of Flip the Script Podcast Studios. Hey! For those of you guys who don't know, it's your favorite co-ho, Becky J, your friendly neighborhood sex symbol. Mm. And you already know who it is. It's your fave co-ho, MJ. These niggas think I love them. But she don't. I actually do. <laughs> That's why I've been crying so much this whole year. It's all good. And it's your boy, RB, representing that punchline punch. Hey. Today we are doing the variety hour. Ooh. You know what I mean? MJ got some some pink walls. I got the orange you lit. Becky got the Queen's water. You already know because you know I got I mean? that Queen's water. <laughs> When's the last time you heard us crack on the on the air? Oh, I was cool. supposed to wait and, for you. Yeah, you was, but you I know what I mean. Know. I ain't have the heart to stop you. Uh, I need it. It's been a while. I'm, it I, you know, it's been a while. Been a while we be having we be having pitches and cups and shit. Yeah, like the good old days. Let's just take a sip. <sighs> good. Stuff. Oh yeah. That's how Woo. we do it. That's how we do it. I definitely need this because we definitely had a very trying, trying weekend. Really? To the past like six weeks, I feel like I've just been just felt so draining on my ass. So I need some Queen's water to fill this shit the fuck out. I mean to 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 <laughs> yes, to replenish your cycle. Thank you so much. I like how it's meeting my alcohol from yesterday, which meant my alcohol from the night before. So it's like <laughs> it's oh, like a threesome blending together. Yes, nice threesome. Yeah. No, no, on. it's a transfer. Oh, transfer classy. to the pink walls. To classy. the pink walls. Yes. Very classy. <laughs> um, yeah. First of all, we want to shout out everyone who pulled up to our Cupid's Mixing Mingle and who was just you know patient enough to stay flexible with us mm. while we went through God the fuck knows what. When I say it. that shit crashed and burned yo. and there was no survivors yo that's why i'm what? wearing this shirt because it has hearts you know in order to say r.i.p to fucking keep it keep it mix and mingle okay <laughs> facts um but i okay let's just give a little got, background. yeah y'all yeah. gotta y'all gotta come it's, it's, it's really it just really everything that could have went wrong went wrong our really? venue our venue got fucked up the morning again. of again the next then we got another venue and then like yeah y'all could use it then they're like oh wait but there's something else going on and they're like yeah but that should be done at a certain time their shit didn't get done so we're just so, all sitting in mm. the mix and mingle trying to mingle with their as shit as far as like with them still staying i feel like they stayed yeah, I think so. No, she said her shit was already running late, so her event was already fucked up. Yeah. Either way, she was, it they, they was, wasn't done till like one o'clock. So what time yeah. did our event start? At ten. Yeah, it was just uh, it was everything that <laughs> yeah. went wrong. It was some wrong. ratchet ass. Shit. Things were spilling. Things, just everything. Then 
Then arguments started happening. People almost fights started happening. It was like everything. Everything. Oh it was God. literally I'm like. I'm pretty sure y'all going to give me the nitty, 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 yeah. nitty, yeah. gritty later on. I don't on, really care to speak like, about it again, but maybe MJ can tell you yeah. all. Nah, because I, I, need, I need that. I need that. Because yeah. I feel like. I'll, I feel, I'll give you all the tea. I feel like if I would have came through, it would have been, you know what I mean, a little less stressful. No. But I no. also had no. an event. No. 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 You would have no. just been asking Matt questions like everybody else getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> no, that's why I stopped because when I came, I was like, Everybody was just like, but what is nah, going on? Nah, because you know, on? I know how they get. So at the end of the day, it would have been like, I no, fuck that. What just, you need me to do? No, it was just no. There was nothing, there was nothing to do. anyone could have it was done. Just a, it was just so confused. It was just so much stuff in the got air. I them niggas up out of there. Like, yo, it's time. It's time to go. Yeah, It's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. Y'all wanted that static? I would have brought that. No, it would. We had we had someone there doing that. It was just. It was just time, I think, for us to just sit back and just take in that everything is not going to be in your control, and you just got to ride this motherfucker the fuck out. I understand that. Like, we literally did everything we could to plan something Every perfect, and thing. God just was just like, hey, what can you she do with said, this stuff? Actually, we definitely talk about that. Yo, that's not. And then <laughs> yes. I'm thinking, too, I'm just like, you know what? All press is good press. So people are going to be leaving like, yo, that shit was crazy. There was an argument at the end. Everybody literally left abruptly. Like, it was just... It felt like did love and hip hop. It was exactly mingle? I think love some people was mixing and mingling. I did I not a little mix and mingle. <laughs> just because I, I was at the door. So I seen one cute nigga. I was like, might as well. Yeah, but you know what? We definitely are taking this as a lesson and so many lessons and it's not we're not gonna let it stop us we're gonna Never. keep going you know what i mean like at the end of the day we're gonna be telling the story like yo remember that shit remember when that happened it's just only up to go from here um but i definitely caught myself on the side of the road just bawling crying just so stressed so stressed out Mind you, i called her like, I don't know. Something in me just told me to call her, and I called her. She's bawling hysterically. It was actually really scary. And then I just straight for 10 minutes told her, fuck everybody. <laughs> that shit was out of our control. We did everything we could. Just yeah. 10 minutes saying, fuck them, fuck that, yeah. fuck you, fuck, fuck that. that. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. It no, literally shocked her out of it, though. Like, for the time up until the event, you were, like, really into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you were, like, like, I could tell Becky was, like, certain things she was just like, like holding it together yeah. yeah but that's gonna i'm gonna get into my at the end of the day like the night after like that whole shit happened almost fight happened i saw becky face she was just like clocked the fuck out like you could tell she was just like i'm over it let's get our shit let's just mm-hmm. go out and do the fuck anymore whatever mm-hmm. yeah um i'm definitely gonna get more into that on my tmi but yeah that was definitely a very interesting weekend but yeah, um, shout out to all the people who supported. Yes, shout out mm-hmm. to everyone that was there, everyone that pulled up, everyone that, you know, all our vendors, hosts, DJs, <laughs> everything was great. But yeah, how was how was your week, RB? Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is very lucrative. Nice. And very, it was it was it had a lot of trying aspects to it, but um, I feel like I got through it, and this weekend was just. You know what I mean? Just full of like relaxed shit. During during Friday, I was also doing um an event, some little jam session in somebody um one of my homegirls' cribs. How did that go? You know what I mean? You know, it's nice little hippie event in gentrified Brooklyn. 
You know what I mean? Those are always fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> Those are always like people watching fun. They're, yeah, that's what it, that's the fun part <laughs> like because it's just like it's, it's really mad at these white people. Just freely dancing in Ocean Hill. <laughs> nah, nah, Brownsville, nah, nigga. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah. Where you was at, boy? Oh my god. Huh? Where you was at? You talking about Herkimer? Yeah, no. bro. Like, son. Yeah, they be making up no, Ocean Hill is that is Ocean Hill. I mean, once you once you pass, now nah, once you hit, um, what's the Eastern Parkway, son? It's Ocean Hill. <laughs> what did it say on the map? Ocean, Ocean Hill dash Brownsville. The whole shit is Brownsville. Hills. Fuck that. I don't care what they saying. I, don't... I never even knew Ocean Hill was a thing. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm. Yeah. Um, did um, you get the white people lit off the punchline? That's not. I don't think it's for that crowd. <laughs> they were like, "What's in it?" Yeah. <laughs> And then and then and then beer. two and then two chicks yeah they they want beer and they want vodka that mm. cheap vodka not this shit that you not no Amsterdam not no Ciroc they drinking some bullshit that's some shit I can't even pronounce some shit. whatever Kim yeah Chata. you know what I mean huh <laughs> some stoli. Kim Chata. Kim Ch- <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that shit with the big K on it on the, on the shit it's white silver and red yeah that plastic shit. bottle that's that Kim Chata. yeah. Hey, I went to a predominantly white institution for college, okay? You know what I mean? That's I am familiar <laughs> with, with Kim Chata. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it was, I, I just don't think Punchline Punch is really, you know, their demographic. It's more so for, like, the uh, the black hood hippie creatives. If I if I wanna if if I'm gonna be blatant about it, like it's it's really for them and for us by that us. understand nutcrackers. Yeah. People yeah. people who understand the nutcracker culture, they don't. Two chicks tried to go in my cooler and I'm just like, Hey, they thought, Hi. They thought it was just like for the party. Yeah. And she asked her friend, hey, do you want one? And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my which one do you want, blue or pink, huh? You know what I mean? oh I'm just God. like, hey, and then I describe what punchline punch is to them and it goes from that to me telling them the prices and then oh I would get one but I have to go and just like oh. yeah get the fuck out of here like you really <laughs> thought you was going to get one for free and now because I told you you got to pay for it and like this is an actual business um you got to go so cuz they're just used to that white that like you said that that white culture is Keystone and cores and but yeah. light in the cooler. You know I mean? I'm and Corona, it's not like so, so. So me, so me and the host, we we um are gonna go back to planning like out different events that are more cohesive and for for punchline punch. And more in your niche. Yeah, yeah, because this whole jam session shit, everybody <laughs> sitting on the on the floor in the living like, room playing that? a guitar <laughs> and shit. Like, Do they have drums? Yeah, they had drums. I they love had it's some, that. it I was love some. That. I'm not going front. It was some real talented people in there. I even got on the mic and spit a little bit. And, oh, you and like it was some other rappers in there too. Nah, nah, it wasn't one of those. He <laughs> actually had a beat machine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He oh. had a beat machine and he had a guitar and he could sing. So he was just jamming the whole time. It's, it's actually a really good experience. I just don't think that. Punchline Punch could really thrive in there unless it's like some real niggas in there. Got you know what I mean? Got like, me, got me. that's so dope. I'm excited. Good jam sessions. Niggas jam sessions. Back to that place in um that place I always freaking love. That place that y'all did your um live show. Oh, Silver Factory. I'm never gonna get over that factory. Okay. I love that yeah. place. That place was dope. That place <laughs> was, was dope. It's a cool place. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Hopefully, you know, it sounds like you know a lot of lessons. Yeah, a lot of lessons, but, but still good I, time. I did, I did get some word about um, a new venue okay. for the Money Twenty Live Show nice. that I'm working on. It's getting moved to April, 
But um, it's definitely going to be before our spring break so that I can still get people in time before they all, you know, travel and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm basically getting everything I asked for. That's so, amazing. Uh, a stage, microphones, smoke-friendly. I can sell my drinks there without no fucking problem. Yes. Like, and we it's all going to make money. We all going to make money. We Period. all gonna make money. Period. It's money twenty. It's nothing money nothing 20. else is gonna happen. Nothing Period. else. It's money Ooh. twenty. Nothing else. All right. Let's get into these segos. Sego time. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Holistic, where your favorite co-host MJ tells you how to get your whole face popping as fuck. It's holistic. Hey, hey, it's holistic. She gonna pop that pussy. It's holistic. I, I, it's holistic. She gonna take that dick. It's holistic. I, I, it's holistic. <laughs> Maybe put it in the mouth. It's holistic. I, I, it's holistic. Make a nigga go down south. Hey, 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 hey. Wow. Wait, hey, you hey, see my hey, dick. Hey, hey, Still got hey, that bitch hey, come on my lip. Hey, Still got hey, that whoa, bitch whoa, come whoa, on whoa. my lip. <laughs> okay. Hey. Oh, wow. Got a wild night there. <laughs> see what you were doing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like ever since like Becky was saying these last six weeks ever since we started planning and promoting this event like I've been learning so much about myself which I realized I'm a control freak mm. and I like things to go exactly how they're supposed to go which I know that doesn't happen I know guys I know <laughs> I, it's also called wishful thinking mm. so I realized I've also been doing that like when I'm dealing with niggas and when I'm just dating like I have certain I guess oh it's expectations of how mm. things are supposed to go and I, I get disappointed a lot and I take a lot of things personally so there's not really a holistic this week I'm just kind of learning and growing and that's what I'm focusing on. So if you have trouble with that, like being controlling and having to let go of that and realizing that God has the ultimate plan and you don't know fucking anything, <laughs> let's just be on this journey together, okay? <laughs> I know that was short and sweet, but I had a fucking week, okay? I think that have, was good. Ooh, this the first step is is um acknowledging it and that's that's where I'm at. You at step one. I'm at step one. Like we'll check step back in. Step two is accepting it. Ooh, okay, I've accepted it, so I'm at right, step, so two. step two. <laughs> step three is smoking the blunt. <laughs> step four is letting that shit go. Yup. <laughs> yep. Okay, and so I'll just step die after the show. Step five is moving the fuck forward, like to keep mm-hmm. moving forward. Honestly. Because after you let it go, you can't stay still. You can't you just gotta, be like, let. you can't you have gotta, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the five step program. Yeah. But you can okay. notice that and repeat. But, yes, but, and but repeat. to get to, you gotta shorten that reaction time to get to step mm, one. Exactly. That's, that's true. My reaction time has that's been why, long. That's why you repeat so you can get better at yeah. practice makes perfect. Transition into each step. I understand. That's so true. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing, MJ. That's good. Yeah. That's dope. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, you know. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to TMI, where I give you too much information about a certain topic. Don't stop, pop that pussy, it's time for some TMI, TMI, these bitches ain't basic, TMI, it's too much information, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it low, drop it low, it's TMI for the hoes, for the hoes, Becky, 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 
ain't giving up no Becky. Becky, 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 Becky. And if you got to give up the Becky, 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 Becky. today. And she got the good hair. Period. Y'all see the curls is back. And she got the good hair. I like it, I like it. You see, hang time, hang time. All right, y'all. Welcome to TMI. MJ, we already gave you the premise on what kind of fucking week, kind of last few weeks it's been. Um, I think I also have that same thing that MJ's talking about, being a control freak and just being like, ooh, I'm like an overthinker. I just be like, oh my God, just trying to make everything happen. And I also do this thing where I just try to keep, keep it together. You know what I mean? I find that that's a gift of mine. But after a while, like I said, after six weeks or fuck it, not even six weeks, three years, five, four years of just going hard, I literally just had to break down and have some release. So that's what the fuck we're going to be talking about today. Release. Okay? Sometimes, y'all. We got to just let our guards down. We out here working, grinding so hard, have all these dreams, have all these plans. But we need to, like, release. There needs to be a balance of grind, 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 rest, rest, rest. Grind, 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 rest, rest, rest. Because when you pile it on, it's just going to hit you out of nowhere until you're hyperventilating on the side of the road. Or worse, it happens in front of a crowd of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I realized, um, yeah, I realized, like, I really need to prioritize rest. I really need to prioritize letting go. Like, self. Literally, self, even. absolutely. And and not being so, like, my dreams, my dreams, my dreams. Like, girl, you are not just here for your dreams. You're not just here for whatever you think your idea of success is or whatever you think um, abundance and manifesting all of that stuff is you're just here to be and to experience all the human all the all the experiences all the feelings and emotions of the human experience so I've been really having to like you said let go and release all of that control all of the expectations all of that good stuff let me give you a robot I, I'm not sometimes I be thinking I am Mm-hmm. And sometimes I act like a robot. I'm good. I can act like a robot for a good maybe two three month. days. No, straight month straight. <laughs> a month straight. A month straight. I can be a robot. Like I'm a robot, guys. I'm. I work in finance. I work in numbers. I don't really have to deal with people's feelings and stuff like that. And if I do, I can just be like, all right, you're just having feelings. So let me just go over here because I still gotta follow my dreams. If I try to get into your feelings, shit, <laughs> I'm gonna get caught up, but and I, but, I got shit to fuck. But up. I mean, like robot in the sense of like. Your 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 grind and how you just operate without really much time to like, you know, what I mean, rest. And I literally recover. have to force myself to rest, and even if I'm resting, I'm like, let me rest and read a book about business and about money and about this. Or let me rest. Nah. And, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I it, it's not really. Like I have to literally force my body. <laughs> so how are you? How are you down. finding that that balance within yourself? I'm starting. <laughs> step one, two? What step is, one. What is your step one? <laughs> My step one would be to go back to the things that I really enjoyed. You know what I mean? That I really enjoyed that don't have to have like a monetary value to it. That doesn't have to have a, oh, I'm doing this for this. Or say I'm writing a song or playing music or playing the ukulele. It's not because, okay, we're going to put out a YouTube video and we need to make content. It's like you just want to sing and enjoy and have fun or play music, play your favorite songs. Um, even if... Step one is always acknowledging. Yeah, so I'm definitely, I'm definitely 
just un- uh, accepting it and even just being more expressive with my feelings. Sometimes I'd be thinking that's a weakness, you know, having feelings and like even having difficult conversations. I might just be like, you know, fuck that. We'll deal with that later. Let me just keep moving forward. So I'm definitely working. I'm definitely working on that. Like, and I also realize when you don't work on it, if you don't prioritize yourself, you're just going to start spilling out onto people. And I realize I do that. I do that on the people that are closest to me, like at work or at you, like you said, at the event, nobody's going to see me break a sweat. But I go to my family or if I go to, you know, the guy that I'm seeing, I just turned into like a whole wreck. And it's not fair for the people that are closest to you to have to deal with that and have to put you back together. You know what I mean? So we really have to take care of ourselves, you know, so that we can just have better experiences and just, you know, so let me ask this. Anytime you need it, I'll take it. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think that's My door is always open. It's not. It is. It is. It's a hundred percent a bad thing. I think it becomes bad when you're like trying to blame them for why you feel how you feel. But mm-hmm. break down in front of your friends and stuff like that, and let them know like, yo, I'm hurting. I need someone to help me. It's an okay thing, you mm-hmm. know. Because I definitely struggle with that emotional thing too, as you said. Like at one point, I was not asking for help at all, which also makes you like drown in your own shit. Mm-hmm. But then it's like acting for too much. It's like you're. Everything's about Yeah, exactly. I think that's what I think that's mostly what it should be. It has to be a balance and and, and also it has to be like for me, I noticed that with the deal no, they'll be fine. I noticed with the with the, the guy that I'm I'm seeing, if every time I'm with him he's the person that gets that side of me, that's not really helpful. That may not be helpful. You know what I mean? So and that means starting to feel like, okay, oh my God. And that reminds me of my ex when he's just like he just didn't want to be around my ass. Like, he really just did not want to be around me because I didn't know how to keep my shit together and, like, yeah. take care of myself. So I'm, I'm quick to tell somebody, that's a personal problem, son. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> but it is. And that's the, that's the biggest lesson to learn, how to and, take care of yourself. But people don't want to eat that. That is yeah. a personal problem. It's, like, I got my own person. I ain't, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not dwelling this shit out, don't give me your shit. Mm. But explain a little bit more to me. Oh, son, if I'm eating, if I'm not, if like I said, if I'm not giving it out, if Randy not hearing it, son, I guarantee you, like, son, I'm not, I don't want to hear it from you, son. Like, yo, fuck out of here. But I think, that, you but know, like, at the end of the day, people, if you're able it's to all hold about that prioritizing face, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, your stresses as well. People be taking a little shit and making it feel like the, it's the end of the world. It's like, nah, so you know what I deal with on a daily basis? Fuck out of here with that little bullshit you're going through, son. We, we getting grown, eat that. And figure it out, become more self sufficient. I mean, but you can't, uh, also can't I, minimize I, I, what people I, to, are going to through. To that, to feel to that, I would say Niggas. it's let's don't don't just sit here and complain to me about shit, and expect me to feel sorry for you and take time out of my day to give a fuck about you, wallowing in your own pity. Let's sit and discuss a plan or something. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, let's have a follow up to this. I hate people who just fucking complain and complain and complain and complain because then after a while it's gonna be like, all right, so what the fuck you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I mean. I that. That's emotional abuse. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> Granted, there are you know what I mean. It 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 starts in a very much nicer place before it goes there. But you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 about you know what I mean. Having 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 the courage to acknowledge what somebody of you know significance is saying to you in that time and being able to you know 
take a little bit of responsibility and pick yourself out of that too not just have to depend on them to help you get out of yeah, it yeah because that's not that's literally not healthy and i think that's something i've done so much in my past and i've just like expected other people to take care of me and it's like girl you can take care of yourself you're capable of that, that you know what i mean and yeah. and it's also good to have people around you that aren't that have boundaries and aren't going to just be like okay fine what do you need because like that's not helpful that's not helping to empower me so i definitely am you know learning to you know grab myself up by my own bootstraps learn my own coping mechanisms and you know i'm being able to share that with that person without being a burden on others so that's where I'm at, you know, rest, release is super important because you don't want to just become a stressed out fucking maniac, okay? Thank you guys so much for coming to my TED Talk. That's what's up. Thank you. Remember, you remember that break that um I had when the old kids was off yeah. like a week ago? I was so lazy <laughs> that I almost became ashamed of myself. <laughs> And, you know, with the few people that I had that conversation with, it was just like, yo, you know how, you know how much fucking, you, how much shit you do? Like, yeah. you owe it to yourself right. to, to have that time off and just... Take one week? You like, know what I mean? That's oh not even that much. I can't you know even, mean? like... I I'm, I look forward to having a moment where I just don't have to think, don't have to plan anything, don't have to, oh, you got to do this, da, 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 da. I literally be having, like, eight hours off. And that's then be like ready to go, 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 go. So yeah, and, and that was that's and crazy. that honestly was my New Year's resolution to prioritize my time so I can have more time to rest. Because I did that this weekend too. Other than doing laundry, like I was chilling. You know what I mean? And the event that I did on Friday, I was chilling. I had a pretty you know stress free weekend. Oh, hell no. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of just like unplugging from people yeah from people Let it, letting the day take you where it takes you yeah. not having any plans or even if you yeah. do any, have plans any, it's like any, for you because like, not 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 even that it's just like i'm not going nowhere yeah. i'm not going nowhere i'm chilling at home i'm relaxing at home i'm watching what i want to watch i'm doing what i want to do i'm relaxing how i want to relax this is the day for that other than laundry because i gotta you know have clean clothes but um i'm chilling and a few uh a few of the niggas came over last night. We was watching um rap battles and shit. Nice. Fun. Yeah, they had an event last <laughs> That's night. That's why I vacation every two months, son, cause Shout out to you. You do be you do be prioritizing. You be shit. out there. Nah, self, son. Self <laughs> self sanity over everything, son. Period. Yeah. All right, let's get into this punchline bus. Let's get it. Punchline. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the punchline and advice column where yours truly featuring the lovely ladies of the whole phase, Becky and MJ, give you some insight about anything that you may have sent us, whether it be question, comment, or concern. It can go the way you want it to. <laughs> it can go completely left so if you have anything you have to say anything you want to share just get off your chest please dm me at punchline punch or at the whole phase to possibly hear what we have to say on the next episode let's get it one two three go punchline you guys are annoying not all the way up so, Anonymous <laughs> says, I'm scared. Just to give you some backstory, we were having a conversation and he tells me 
that his girl slid in his DM and asked him to the movie on Valentine's Day instead of him saying, no, I can't because I have a girlfriend. His response is, no, I can't because I live out of town. And he said that he did this to let her down easy. My response was saying you have a girlfriend is not letting them down easy. That's being honest. And that's what women want. We have been back and forth for about four years. But this year we have gotten more serious. Marriage has been discussed. He has a child and I have two kids and our children coexist. When he's in town, he stays with me. So... This is my real life man, or is it? <laughs> that was that took uh, several turns. Okay, before we get into just speaking about this and giving sis some good advice, I want to introduce our amazing guests or guests with the S that we have in the building. Guests with the S. Guests. 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 Oh, I thought Guestuses. she had like a special. No, you know no, what no, I mean? no. <laughs> The guests with the S. No, guests. <laughs> our guestesses. Um, we have some amazing people so that you guys can also give us some, you know, give system advice as well. So we have the amazing, the awesome, bright, shiny. Becky. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to Coming work on my adjective. <laughs> we have Miss K Vega in the building. Hey. Hi. Hey, hey. <laughs> and we have Kirk the Magician. It's that nigga over there. That nigga. That nigga. That nigga. That's Sorry. what you got to say. That nigga. That nigga Is this there. a thing? Yeah. Okay, that nigga, sorry. Yeah. The, okay, got it. Um, so, you guys heard the punchline. K-Vega, you said? K-Vega. Yes. All right. Uh-oh. Wait, hold on. It sounds like something just clicked over there. What? what um? Secret secrets. Right. <laughs> secret <laughs> secrets <laughs> are no fun. Exactly. Well, before we get into the punchline, K, can you introduce yourself to everyone? Let them know a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm K-Vega. Um... On Twitter and Instagram at the K Vega. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's fine. We'll, we'll okay. say, is it, is yeah. it? That's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know why people like talking to me. So really <laughs> What's going on? What you got going what, on? Um, okay. Um, I have an edibles business. Hey. Um, so. <laughs> Period. That was that mom look. Yes. <laughs> that black girl, black mom look. <laughs> um, I have I have an edibles business. Um, I uh, I don't I I love talking to people. I love podcasting. I'm on Twitter constantly, um, for better or worse. Um, <laughs> I also uh, I just started dancing again. I tore my ACL, so like I'm slowly getting back into the groove. Um, and I just you know I'm building. We, we working, you know. Period. That we hashtag grinding. we working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to this punchline. Y'all heard it. Sounds like, mm, I feel like we should so tackle the first can, part first, right? Can, you want to hear it again? Just before, I just want to, I just want to like, can we bullet point the facts? Yes. All right, so let's, let's, so, let's, so, okay. let's bullet, so let's bullet point the facts so, in this situation. Okay, let's, let's um, okay. So, if I'm, just to make sure that I have everything correctly, right. sis hit you up talking about her boyfriend who she's in a long distance relationship with. Yes. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, if is he's coming, they together, right? If they, he's they if together. he's coming into town and staying with her, then that and means they don't live the, the same yeah. town. Yeah, so. She says boyfriend, but she says back and forth for four years. But this year, no, this year, the last serious. year, they're serious. Boom, they said that they right. So this is someone with history. They've been back and forth. The last year has gotten serious. They don't have kids. They don't have kids together. But whenever he's in, but whenever he's in town, he stays with her. So that means that they're in a long distance relationship. Correct. So wherever he's at, he got a DM from some other bitch in another long distance area about taking him out for valentine's day and his response was oh sorry i'm not in your city not i have a girlfriend mm. yes that's true because he mm-hmm. wants to let her down easy because he cares her. about her feelings enough to let her down e- easy mm. i'm just let's just let's just be very clear <laughs> now that you gotta be not... random just because she, she ain't new to you don't so what random, yeah so what that's not that's not right but okay so no so that just validates what matter. i said more he cares enough about her feelings to let her very, down easy yeah. mm. the only reason you let it down easy i'm keeping a buck as a nigga son that is just an option He's keeping it open. He's keeping the door open. Keeping the door open. Or the window of opportunity. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Let's read between the lines and be very clear. Right? Because as a female, when I'm approaching someone, being told that you're in a relationship doesn't hurt my feelings unless you've led me on to believe Mm. that you're not. So what are you doing? What kind of backstory? What kind of history is there out there that not only is she not aware of the fact that you're in a relationship? Because for the most part, the people that I know that are seriously talking to someone or dating someone that I've never met but interact with regularly enough to want to take them out on a date, I know whether or not they're available or not just based off of their regular interactions, right? Mm -hmm. So... There's a whole lot that you kind of have to take into consideration. It's like, so is this like a pattern of behavior? Where is this spouting from? Is there a more significant like relationship with this person? Is this someone from his past? Is this really a stranger? Like, you just turned down a fly out. Like, why you care? That's what I'm saying. Like, that kind of mm. the point that you brought up about you know they're already in a in different towns. So right. He's, so he's with he's with this girl for Valentine's Day. He's so traveling is not an issue know for that you. Maybe she's in the hometown saying, I'm out of town. Because he is out of town with his girl. Mm-hmm. And that's his That's his home girl. That's his, his at-home yeah, girlfriend. it wasn't a no, I can't go out with you. It's no, I can't go out with you because I'm not there. Yeah, I'm not right. in town. That's his, and it's Valentine's <laughs> Day. Everybody knows. Because if, if you, I was in town. Exactly. She'd be exactly. getting dick right now. It would be her Valentine's Day. And it's Valentine's Day. So, you know what I mean? Everybody already knows. Like, you're not just going you don't out. ask nobody you, out on fucking on Valentine's Day, Day that you're not just because. Just need to not take uh, homie serious. That's all it is. Not necessarily true. Because I feel like... Think, th- so, like, think about it for yourself, right? Like, you're... On Twitter, you talk to the same people over and over. You're in the same city. It's Valentine's Day. It's last minute. Like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to go out? Oh, sorry, I'm not in town. It's a way different conversation than, sorry, I'm not in town and I have a girlfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? Because then it sets a boundary. Like, okay, let's say, like, again, we don't know if she's in his city or if she's in a third city. Mm -hmm. So Mm. had he handled it like that, be like, okay, cool. Well, let's hang out some other time. I'm cool with my nigga having friends. I need my own friends that have nothing to do with you. And if we're in a relationship, then we set those boundaries. And I trust you that that's not going to make me 
in, in, insecure, insecure right but if you don't clearly set those boundaries then you're leaving the door open you're leaving the door open and it's just like okay cool Wide so open. when you're back in town and she hits you like yo what's like, the answer now how are you gonna let her down easy now dick dick let her down easy with the dick that's, that's, that's how he's that's gonna, how let, he's her, gonna let her that's how he's gonna let her down in terms of speaking to he's gonna let her go way down oh. the complaining the complaining shorty with yes. the complaint <laughs> the complainant this is court this nigga is not all there <laughs> obviously and he's not all in yeah. with her uh-huh. I don't think he's the one either can that's I be I'm very can I be very clear when it comes to long distance relationships You're if single. you if you don't have an end date then they're not taking you seriously. That's it. Either, oh, when I get like, oh, I, I'm i waiting to get a promotion so I can get transferred. Or it's going to take two years, but we're going to be together when I get there in two years. Or, or boom. You're school, like, you're waiting until you graduate. Graduation, a new job, like school transfer whatever there has to be an end date there has to be a plan set in place of like okay at this point we are going to be together here because realistically a relationship's not going to be long distance forever unless you have that history of being together already like in your pocket then you can have like a cross-country relationship like okay i'm gonna fly out stay there for a week and back and forth but you have to build that foundation first and being on and off for four years does not a foundation make what do you you say nigga (laughs) what do you say nigga Um, (laughs) that nigga over there there. should should long distance relationships be monogamous that's not the context of the situation the issue is that he didn't claim his girl when someone tried to ask him out so whether Mm -hmm. we're in a polyamorous relationship a monogamous relationship etc i expect you to set those boundaries be honest and clear so if she decides to say then she decides to stay and that's all her hey uh i'm nah i can't do it i got i I got a girl or i can't do it i got i got Two, I got two bitches right now. I just, it's Does, over. She I think she Does she dip? Does she dip? The girl. She should. She should. All right. Punchline time, or y'all finish? I think she um, should be a little there. more suspicious. I think she you should prioritize you, you herself. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be investing in any time where you got to feel suspicious for one second. Yeah, I don't think you should invest mm. time in being an okay. investigator. <laughs> investigator. <laughs> because me, I'm like on the next level of like, if it's red flags and it's funny. I don't really got time to sit and try to decipher what the fuck And she done been through 20,000 red flags for four yeah, years. Yeah, for four years, yeah. Like, that's, that's done. Like, it's like, no, we are going to be honest and actually do what we say we're going to do our actions, add it to our words, or we're not going to do shit. And if that's a whole year, after four years, and then you're taking it seriously for that year... Oh, I forgot about the four you. years. Mm-hmm. Like, you should know your respect, dude. If they don't, I'm like, Yeah, it really... I think it sounds messy. Mm-hmm. I think she probably should dip and like you said like put, just put herself mm-hmm. first yeah, she, you don't need to be putting all the pieces together the kids though they should have never been bringing the kids around each other that already sounds like but a it's hot been mess four years it's been a four years on and off so and now the, the kids, kids been know each other they're siblings Fuck. at this point they're like dang they be playing xbox live and Fuck. playstation 4 parties together and all that stuff you done made this a whole messy situation yeah. so. but that's the thing it doesn't Niggas. have to be it's very listen people are very Fuck what they say. People are very cut and dry with how with how they move. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether you want to accept what they're saying, 
verbally and body language wise or not Mm -hmm. if we are in a relationship situationship friendship monogamous polyamorous i don't i don't care what type of relationship it is it can it could be a family member like i have literally gone years without speaking to my mother because i don't if i feel disrespected like if you're not gonna value me and the things i have to say then i don't care who you are i'm gonna protect my mental emotional space So I feel like if we have a relationship, again, it doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. And I confide to you and I share with you like, hey, when you act like this, it makes me feel like this. And I don't like it. How can we fix it? What can I do to support you supporting me Mm. to change it? Mm. And if they don't take that conversation seriously, if they don't, I'm not saying they have to, oh, next time it comes up, get it perfectly right. But if you don't make an active effort, into considering my feelings, then I know how you prioritize me. And then on that, at, at that point, it's up to her. I'm not telling you to leave Shorty. I'm not telling you to stay. I'm telling you to figure out what you need. And if he's not giving it to you and you decide to stay, don't write us again. That's, <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's on you. That's yeah. on you. It sounds Be like honest. Wow. Be honest. Yeah, like, it does sound like this is something that's Don't fucking write me. Don't like, like don't waste problem, our time. It's a personal problem. Like if you if you decide that this makes you uncomfortable and and I'm not even saying that it's a big deal because I feel like to the, some people it would be like oh he was just answering the direct question yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> let's be That's honest. Niggas be working they were like I answered the question right exactly logically. exactly logically, exactly. Yeah. Men don't always read between the lines. Yeah. They don't always infer things. They're like they're not gonna assume like oh maybe she likes me like, right. You know, so like, and 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 it it shorty is up to you how well you know your nigga Mm -hmm. right so with that being said i'm not telling you to do one thing or another what i'm telling you is you need to figure out how you feel about how you're being treated and if you think overall that you're still cool then you're good and if not then you got some shit to do yeah to even second that she even was talking about you know like validating all the ways that he is her nigga like he stays with me our kids know each other he's my man or is it she asked us if he's right man. Yeah. so it sounds like there was said, like is a lot of like gray area that they probably she needs to probably figure out he's within his, herself she's his bottom bitch one one thing one <laughs> thing that i see in relationships in general right is i feel like say this all the time relationships in general and and gender are social constructs right society starts a group think of what they think will work for the majority of people and that's what you're conditioned into believing into wanting into needing right for generations but if you sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and you write down this is what i need in a relationship this is what is going to satisfy me in a relationship this is what's important to me in a relationship and then you compare it to a list of what the shoulds quote unquote are i promise you the list is going to be completely different for every single person Mm. because when i did this for myself i had a list and i'll tell you what monogamy was not on the top 10 that's a fact of the things i needed to feel whole and to be complimented in a relationship and to be supported and to to feel like I'm my best self and getting everything I deserve. Monogamy wasn't on that top 10. Not saying that it's mm-hmm. not important, but it's just like people yeah. try to act like, oh, 
that's number one. If you don't got that, it's not a real relationship. Yeah. So that's why are you asking us to define your relationship, Shorty? You need to do that for you. Mm. Mm. I feel like we can talk more about yeah. the whole monogamy and that social construct, but let's let's get the punchline. What's the punchline, RB? What we we letting sis know? How do I follow that? <laughs> My bad. She said it. She, My said bad. she really did say the punchline. Yeah, so uh, in layman's, in layman's, in layman's <laughs> terms, uh, what you need to do is sit this man down if you really give a fuck, because clearly, you, obviously, you do. You need to sit this man down, and y'all need to figure out no, she needs to sit where. Down. Can you let me finish? Can you. My fault. <laughs> well, she Spicy. Nah, she needs to sit him down and then sit herself down because Yo, at the end of the day, down and get her mind straight first, then talk to him. Bro, about she wants, she huh? has she ain't got time for all of that right now. What she need to do is figure out where his head is at, and then she needs to move accordingly. If a nigga ain't, son, a nigga ain't gonna be honest about, all right? So that's why our conversation has to be had. But son, you don't think in the four years they don't had conversations, my nigga? All right, have another one, and have another one, and have another well, one, need to have a conversation and have before. another one, don't. and have another one. It don't fucking matter how many conversations you have. Once you, once you um, figure out what needs to be done, you needs to do that shit. Have a conversation and figure out what's going on. You doing this or you doing that? And if you're not doing this or not doing that, I'm doing me. Like it's point blank. That's it. It's not though. Some, some as a nigga who's been there, son. A nigga is going to say whatever he want to say to keep the girl there if he don't want to lose that, son. Mm. So she needs to sit with herself, get her boundaries right, put that shit out on the table. If the nigga ain't with it, or if the nigga go by, by one thing, son, it's over, my nigga. That's what she needs to do. She needs to put herself find, first because she's been putting this nigga first for four years. Find the lowest common denominator in your relationship. Like, find, like I said, find the, the find the the bare minimum of what you need are you getting that bare minimum yes or no no and if you're not getting that bare the bare bones minimum of what you need in a relationship and you're not getting that and you're still asking this question (laughs) then you really you need some internal reflection yeah you need some internal reflection i'm just going based off of this situation out here we don't know shit Facts. Other than what she told us, right? So based off of the situation at hand about the about the message, yeah, the text message. you need to have a conversation with this nigga, and if you still feel some type of way after that conversation, or if this type of shit comes up ever again, because we don't even know what the back and forth was for their four years. So it could have been time. It could have been. Her fucking up, it could have been him fucking up. Right. We don't mm-hmm. fucking know. So at the end of the day, with this situation, you need to young put shit. everything on the table. And if you feel, if you still feel some type of confusion, you need to get the fuck out of Dodge and figure out what you want for yourself. I think that's, that's it. it. I think that's solid. I think that's solid. Yeah, you gotta Punch be able to yeah. make well. the decision and follow follow through. What's which? What's best for yourself? Okay, this was good. I feel like we got some good perspective in the building. We got some open minded shit going on. I love it. Before we get into anything else, I want to get to know our guest Kay a little bit more. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Where you're from? 
Um, and also we want to know, like, when did you, like, first start dating? Like, what was your dating ex- earliest dating experiences have been like? Um, so, yeah, my name is Kay. I'm from, I was born in Brooklyn. I'm from Jersey. Um, excuse me? What part of Brooklyn? Park Slope. All right. Um, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've, I've gone through almost everything. And if not me specifically, it's like me, uh, like me adjacent, right? Mm, so like, like people close around you. Exactly. So like, um, I grew up in a multi multi racial household. My father's Panamanian, my mom's Puerto Rican, but they got a divorce when I was three. Mm. My parent, my mom remarried when I was seven. My stepdad's German, Polish, and Irish. So mm. yeah. So I when I say I've literally experienced the gamut, like. All right, I don't have any Asians in my family. That's about it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I grew up in suburban New Jersey as the diversity in my school. Like, there, it was me. That was it. Because I didn't have any siblings at the time. My, like, my parents weren't black. Like, usually when you're the only black child in a, in a class, you go home to black parents. Like, nah, it, it, was, it was me. That was mm. it. Um... I went from being, huh? Said you was in the twilight zone. Oh yeah, definitely, (laughs) definitely. Um, I became my mom got pregnant when I was thirteen, and that was after like a thirteen year like age difference of like being the only child. I went from being the only child to the oldest of three. Um, and then a couple of months later, my mom found out that she was pregnant again. So I went from being the only oldest of three to the oldest of four. And then two weeks after she found out that she was pregnant, she found out that she had breast cancer. So just as far as like, like I said, things I've experienced. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like I was a junior Olympian athlete, division one recruited varsity athlete, went away to, uh, I was on the fencing team. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Girl. I need too many fences. <laughs> so yeah. So um, on guard. <laughs> so I went away to college for that, um, and then I graduated from the Ohio State University with my oh. bachelor's of science in sports industries and a double minor in theater and African and African American studies. Nice. Um, I worked full time for a while. Uh, actually, ended up getting let off from my like let go of my job. I was uh, laid off. And um, I was, like, acting and modeling on the side at the time, had an audition in Atlanta, packed up my car, drove from Ohio to Atlanta, started going back and forth from Atlanta to Ohio, lived in Atlanta for a couple, like, six months. Then I was in Charlotte because I started dancing, so I was going back and forth from Ohio to Charlotte. Then I moved to Miami. Um, Then after being in Miami for a year, I was arrested and convicted or correct arrested charged and convicted of four felonies that's what brought me back to new jersey (laughs) that's fine um that's what brought me back to new jersey um and then since i've been back in jersey i actually recently got off of three years of probation after being on a gps tracker um a house arrest bracelet for eight months during pre-trial so shout out to being out of the system um, and then 
honestly, like, I'm just, I'm back to just pursuing, like I said, acting, modeling, producing, media, content, brand, ambassador, uh, business owner, entrepreneur. That's why when you say, like, oh, tell me about yourself, I'm like, ooh, where do you want me to start? (laughs) Um, You know, I've dealt with, I've been bullied a lot, like, a lot in various stages of my life. Dealt with racism, health issues, um either with family members or like for myself and then um honestly just a lot of it was like nature versus nurture right because the way I was raised the way I was brought up like all girls catholic school like I said varsity athlete super involved in everything from ballet to track to swimming to whatever so it's just like how do you go from that to I'm a stripper and a drug dealer. So how do you go from that? Yeah. <laughs> how did you How did you get into dancing? I guess uh, originally. Um. So when I was in Atlanta, uh, after like I said, I already had my degree. I had tried to find a job, couldn't find one. So I started actively pursuing acting. Um, I was in the game, Survivor's Remorse. I did some music videos with like Rick Ross, Blue Da Vinci, Hustle Gang, Ti. But the checks just they weren't consistent. Mm. I guess we I guess we now have the answer to what if I met you before. <laughs> outside. <laughs> Probably on one of them shits. I'll probably just say outside somewhere. <laughs> we outside. <laughs> we outside. <laughs> um, so I mean I, w- I was getting paid for the work I was doing, but it was inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um and even though I was like crashing in Atlanta, I was still paying for an apartment in Ohio, plus student loans, plus, you know, all the rest of that stuff. And um, it just went to a point where it was just like I. uh, (laughs) So shout out to Black Sports Online. Um, Shout out to BSO because I I actually I went viral because, you know, how they post like non sports like sports adjacent content okay that so black sports online is a uh, is a sports blog where they talk about not only like athletic events but also like the baller alert shade room gossip stuff right but regarding the athletes right so um it was the year that ohio state won the national championship i was modeling at the time and i just started taking a bunch of thirst traps and i was literally (laughs) i literally did a thirst trap countdown like for like the 10 days before the national championship game and the person like ohio all ohio state gear you know a little hot like red and like scarlet and gray panty set ohio t-shirt you know what i mean like i had in one i was literally just like in a thong but my degree was in the background like oh yeah no fuck y'all duality (laughs) so um once we won the national championship like the person who runs the page like i've known him for years and as a joke he like pulls my instagram and is just like shout out to dk vega ohio state alum and model who did her part to support the buckeyes (laughs) so like so like the pictures uh he puts the pictures up on the site they end up low-key going viral and like i just start posting and mind you this is like circa 2000 and like 15 2000 2013 to 2015 so like instagram is still new and it's like oh my god i can is that her butt oh my god like (laughs) i can i 
can see her thong from the top of her jeans in the picture, <laughs> right? So it was a big deal, and it, um, it kind of started the the for me my um history of like thirst trapping. Mm. So then it was kind of like I'm literally taking my clothes off for clout, for attention from photographers, for people to want to reach out to me and work with me, aka for free. Mm. Yeah. Why the fuck for exposure? Right for opportunity. Exactly for the exposure <laughs> for the opportunity. Why the fuck can I do that shit? So I'm not living in my car anymore. Mm. So it was just very like okay, cool. Like now that I know, and then on top of that, like I always used to joke around like fuck this, I'm gonna go be a stripper. Mm. Fuck school, I'm out. I like, feel like everybody <laughs> has that like that thought. Like you know what I mean? I'm gonna just be a stripper. I'm gonna be a stripper. Man, so. my biggest regret is not doing it sooner. <laughs> dead ass like my biggest regret is not doing it sooner i don't regret finishing school i don't regret any of the relationships i don't regret the bullying the teasing the things i had to overcome i don't regret anything the only thing i regret is not stripping sooner would have killed it in ohio <laughs> what did cam say i used to get it in, in ohio, ohio. <laughs> hey you definitely got so, tuition paid in feel me huh <laughs> Okay, so you start stripping in Charlotte. Yes, I started, even though I was in Atlanta, I started stripping in Charlotte because uh, Atlanta was full nude, and I was scared. Mm. That was it. Like, I was scared. Okay. Atlanta's full nude. I was scared, and you have to buy a, uh, a, a license okay. before you even start working. So you have to, like, as dancers, we are independent contractors, so independent contractors, mm. depending on the city, have to have licenses, mm -hmm. and you would literally have to pay like two to three fifty, depending on the county that you were dancing in. And of course, the strip clubs are all in different counties. And I'm like, I can't afford to come out of pocket three hundred dollars yeah, before I even yeah. hit the stage. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this shit. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to Charlotte. Charlotte is topless only. And I started working at Onyx in Charlotte. And that was the first club I ever went to. Oh, my God. My first night, I looked like I'd been abused. I had bruises all up my shins. Because of the my, dancing? Yeah, because because you're kneeling on the floor. Like, if you're doing floor work. Mm. You're kneeling off the edge of the stage. Like, people are putting... I have very sensitive skin. I'm vitamin D deficient. My skin is very soft. People <laughs> were, like, kind of, like, grabbing or, yeah. like, just... Their hands were heavy, and it's like my skin wasn't used to it. I literally, like, my legs were polka dotted. Oh my god! Like literally, like blue and green to the extent that, like, two or three days after, like, my first shift, like the next time I went to work, I had to wear knee highs. Oh my god! Because I was just like, nah. That kind of explains why people wear the tights and the knee highs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what would you give? Um, what would be some advice that you would give to a girl on her first night? now that you've been through that. first night if you're stripping for your first night um it depends right because you have the girls like me who i guess are just ballsy and you're like fuck it i'm going i'm by myself we out here like game city. face i don't know let, know me here game face let's go right <laughs> and then you have girls who will go with their friends who dance mm -hmm. right and they have kind of like that that yeah they have that comfort zone they have that big sister kind of looking out right so if you are just venturing out on your own right get there early like the club open you there nobody's in that bitch you're on the floor you're ready 
because you need as much fucking practice as you can get. Mm. <laughs> Dead ass. You need every single dollar you can get. Mm. So the the regular that comes in every fucking week and stays for an hour and a half and is gone before the crowd, but you know gets three or four beers and will spend fifty dollars. You need that. All mm. of that. Get that. Get that. That's you. <laughs> That's all me. It has my name on it already. It's mine. <laughs> Right. Because those are the situations where you can kind of warm up to people. You can mm. you can sit next you can to get so- comfortable. You can sit next to someone in the bar and have a conversation and you're not losing money getting to know that person. Mm. Right. Because there's no other options. So it's kind of like once you start getting money, you let your guard down, you kind of relax and it's easier to start getting money from other people. Mm. Right. One thing I say about stripping all the time is that it doesn't matter how fine you think you are, how cute you are, how bad you are, whatever. You're not everybody's type. And they're going to say it to your face because you're doing it for money. Mm. And that shit is like, oh, Because it's a business. Shit. They're like, nah, I'm next. good. Nah, I'm mm. good. Or you approach someone, you have a conversation with them, you think you're vibing like, okay, cool. Like, this is going to get to a point where he's actually spending money on me. You walk, Like, it doesn't happen. You leave or walk away. The next song, poof. And you're like, yo, what the f- I was like, just what? here. Like, wh- is something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, do you not fuck with me? Is this your favorite song? It's very easy to get, like, in your head about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So if you're, like I said, if you're starting off and you're by yourself, go early so you can get as comfortable as possible, as soon as possible, and make your money by the end of the night. If you're going with a group of friends, I would say just be observant. Right. Be observant and just like make sure people are being fair. Like just because you have a pussy doesn't mean you have to act like one. Mm. Mm. So. Good job. When um, next time we dance? <laughs> um, what's what's today? Sunday? Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow night. Monday night. Where you got Monday night? Uh, yeah. Monday nights Angus. at Cheeks in Linden, New Jersey. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Facts. At Cheeks. Do, mm. you, do Cheeks. any of you guys here? Um, have any like misconceptions about strippers or dancers that maybe Kay can help us clear up? She's not, she's no not se- speaking for all the strippers. There's no sex in the champagne room. There is. Depends. Yeah, that's a myth. I, oh. say, I, 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 I do want to go to a strip club in like Bagtown, Louisiana. Not Louisiana, like Louisiana. Like one like, of those like small towns. So I'm talking clubs. about real ghetto ass strip club. I'm talking about the, the why the you gotta go to ass. Louisiana? There's plenty of those in Queens. Yeah, nah. They ain't showing no pussy in Queens. They are showing pussy in Queens. They showing pussy in Queens. What's that place? Show called? Palace. Show Palace. Show Palace. Show but you can't drink in there. That's the only reason. You why can't, but that's yeah. because because they show pussy. You want to see pussy or you want some henny? I'm about to say show. I want both. Show Palace is open until 8 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Go out before. I feel like they had they had like champagne in there. They don't have like hard hard liquor. No, I feel like every day it's fake. Why I gotta? Why I gotta? Why I'm going to the strip club if I can't drink while I'm looking at pussy? Because you get to see the pussy. That's why I like Atlanta strip clubs. I about to say, because you drink beforehand. It's an after... Show Palace is an after hours club. So with Show Palace, you're already fucked up from whatever club you're at. You might get one drink like on your way, like from the bar next door on your way in. But Mm -hmm. once you're there, most people come to Show Palace on the late night to throw money and to eat Mm -hmm. because they have a full kitchen. What's the best strip club you've ever been in? Best strip club I've ever been in? Mm. And did you hit KOD's when it was open? 
I never worked at KOD. I went to KOD as a oh, customer. Um, I never worked at KOD because that was before I really learned any poll tricks. Mm. Mm. So I wasn't... It's not that I couldn't have worked there without really learning how to work the poll, but, like, I'm all into working smarter, not harder. Yeah, you're trying to get the best You know the the audience. You're like, they're trying to see some shit. Exactly. So it's just like, you know what? Like... My body's not done. I can't really work the pole like that. And on top of that, I'm not a local, so it's not like I have people coming up, pulling up to the club just to see Mm. me unless I cultivate that with Mm. clients that are already in there. You know what I mean? Like, And KOD KOD was like, think of Walmart, but a a strip club. But a strip club, literally. Walmart, but a strip club. So, you know, like, that's why, like, that's why I try to put shit in, pr- in perspective, right? Like, you know that the stripper that fell off the pole yeah. and fucked up her jaw recently mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. viral. Like, that happens. Tip Drill from Love and Hip Hop Miami fell off of the top of the pole at KOD. Broke her face. Her entire fucking face. Like, mm-hmm. she has a new face. The Tip Drill you see on TV is not the Tip Drill that was Tip Drill 15 years ago mm-hmm. because she has a new fucking face. Mm-hmm. Like... She was in a coma, like it oh was. Oh my god! Like, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of yeah. things you put at risk. Just exactly. That. So Wait, did you so hurt? Did you tear your ACL dancing? I tore my ACL twerking at a regular ass party because I was being a thigh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what do you mean? Like were you like? No, nah, I picked. I, I picked a girl up and I was twerking with her in my arms. And she oh. was drunk and I was drunk, so she fell. And then, like, yeah. my foot slid off of the side because I had on like the designer, like the the sock boot sneakers mm-hmm. my foot slipped off the side of it and like on the i was too drunk to let her go so on the way down my knee was just like crack crack oh and it was a wrap i knew i knew i was just like mm, party over luckily it was at the end of the party shout out to burgers and bottles if you in atlanta <laughs> pull up on me march 28th at hey. burgers and bottles in atlanta i'm in your city come fuck it up <laughs> Facts. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay. so about the pole tricks. Yeah. Do you learn them in the club or do you like go take classes? I mean, it really depends on you, right? So a lot of what I learned, I learned by watching and then coming in early and practicing before customers got there, other girls got there. Like I've worked at clubs that, you know, they'll have like an upstairs and a downstairs. So there might be people downstairs, but no one's upstairs. Mm. So I'm upstairs practicing. Or, you know, if uh, if you've been to Show Palace before, they have one, two, three. They have four, like, 50-foot poles, but they have, like, one that's, like, in one of the VIP sections that is only connected to the base. Like, mm-hmm. I might practice on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know... Just like how you have work associates that you, you know, spend time with or hang out with when you're at work, like, so do strippers. So I've learned plenty of tricks and hints and stuff from other dancers. And I know plenty of girls who do take classes or watch on YouTube or get a pole in their house and just practice Practice, until, you know. Chicks with the pole in their cribs. Yeah. (laughs) Word. Um, Okay, so how has this. affected now not affected your dating but like how how have you been dating and stripping and how what's your dating life been like um well to be honest the last six eight months whatever since i i tore my acl in june Mm -hmm. so i haven't really been dancing in june 
So anyone that I've met or interacted with or started dating since June is getting a non-stripper version of K, right? Because I'm not in the club. I literally can't be. Um, but like your even time, your your work schedule, everything right, that you're doing, right. so you're interacting with. But when I am dancing, um, I was in a relationship the majority of the time that I was dancing in New York. So it was just, it was very regular. You know, we would hang out during the day. I would take a nap maybe around like four or five o'clock, wake up at like seven and be like, all right, getting ready at home, like getting ready at home. Good night, babe. Have fun. Talk to you later. Get home three, four, knock out, wake up seven, eight, make breakfast. Like, and start to do it again. And that was it. Do they ever come like watch you dance? Only when they throw in money, because otherwise, get on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Either throw money or get out my face. Are they coming to watch other people throw money at you? Right, exactly. Like, Like, this is just awkward now. Like, it's just because. you're fucking up my money because you're here. So I'm wanna, I'm gonna, like, I'm in a relationship with you. I fuck with you. I'm gonna want to talk to you and give you attention, right? But time is money here. Exactly. That's gonna distract me from having the conversations with people who are potentially going to be giving me money. True, and it's work. You don't have. Nobody has their nigga what if at work, we, what, if just, what if you just pulled up and just like, go oh, do your thing? I'm just here for the wings. I mean, it's no. it's not about a you thing. It's about a me thing, right? It's because then, job. like, I... Your girl, your no, girl it's not even... Yeah. It's not even that. It's just, it's just like, yeah, you can pull up and you can chill, but it's just like... Just you're, you you're, as a person. You're no, like you're, gonna make sure they're all right. It's the, yeah, it's just like you're in my space and I can't interact with you how I want to and mm, I don't like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it's just... You're just distracting me. You're like... You're right, in, so it's, it's just like... Running in my mind. You, you could be curving every stripper. You could... You didn't get a bottle. You sip in a cup. You're sitting in the corner whatever. I'm gonna but wanna be here. on you. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanna like... I want to be curled up on your chest. I want to be shaking my ass. I want to be twerking. Your eyes going to keep drifting to that corner. Every single time. So unless you're pulling up because you're like, yo, me and my boys are in the mood to kick it and party. And if I'm going to spend money on someone, I might as well spend it on you. Hey, babe, we here. What's up? Hey, 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 hey. Fuck the cup up. My bad. (laughs) You know, like, oh, hey, we out. Like, it's lit. Those are some of my favorite nights at work. Like, but otherwise... Let me do what I need to do and you not be here so that I can tell you what happened when mm-hmm. I get home. Like, um, wh- have your own life and I'll have mine and we can together. share it later. Mm-hmm. When did you guys, um, where did you guys meet? Me and the yeah, guy yeah, that yeah, I that dated guy. that used to come. Yeah, the strip, the, the guy that you were dating when you were, when you were dancing. Uh, we met at uh, a happy hour. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a random event. So, that wasn't, and we actually, I actually wasn't dancing when we met, um, but I had danced before, and I was working at the time, and then I was, like, planning on starting to dance again. So, thank you. Okay. Okay, so now you also, so, okay, you told us that you also end up being, uh, getting arrested mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like, mm-hmm. for some people who may say, like, being in that type of lifestyle may get, you know how they say, like, weed is the gateway drug? Yeah. Like, is dancing a gateway drug to being a drug dealer? Like, um, <laughs> how, like, how did that, how did that work for you? How did the transition happen? Yes. Okay, so, for me, I, it honestly wasn't dancing, it was the, it was the lack of, 
emotional and like friend and family support mm. right so it wasn't the fact that i was dancing dancing had nothing to do with it but like i said i was living in miami full-time right i had been living out of my car for like a year at this point finally saved up enough money to get an apartment but because i had left ohio at the drop of a dime i still had an apartment out there that i was paying for mm. i and the lease that i was in if i had broken the lease then i would have just been I would have owed the full amount up front versus just Paying having the month. empty apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, again, this is before Airbnb and, you know, mm. supplemental income mm. was made easy. Had that been an issue, then I would have just rented the apartment yeah. out, yeah. had like a little keyless entry or whatever and been like, okay, cool. Like, hopefully this is self-sufficient enough. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I got into a position where I just had overexerted myself financially. I had alienated myself by moving to Miami because I didn't have any family down there. I didn't have any friends down there. Like, I would still interact with friends from school. Like, luckily, I had made, she's, like, still to this day my best friend. I made a friend while when I was in Miami. Mm. Um, but even still, like, that relationship had been too new for me to lean on her when I was literally, like, about to get I was about to get evicted like my car was borderline getting repoed I was about to get evicted I didn't have any family or friends I didn't have anyone I felt like I could ask for help the money in Miami like it's it it's not that there's just never there, it's not that there's ever a point where there's not money but there's definitely the peak seasons mm -hmm. right you have holidays you have vacation times you have like special event weekends exactly stuff like that that so like mind you that money had slowed down i'm trying to crawl my way out of debt plus i'm investing in myself because the hair costs money the nails cost money the outfits etc mm, the shoes the shoes waxing all, all <laughs> it takes money to make money especially mm. when you're dancing right and this is all happening when I'm 23, 24. So I know I could have made other decisions and I just wasn't smart enough to. But it got, like I said, it got to a point where I was going to be evicted and it was just like, all right, either you going to sell pussy or are you going to run these scams? What's up? So you, did you think about selling pussy? I... I talked to girls that did because I wanted to, like, it wasn't... You're doing your research. It, it wasn't the, like, it wasn't just, like, okay, not only do you have to get through the actual act of having sex with someone for money, but then it's just, like, how do you feel about yourself after? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you, like, are you, do you look at yourself different? Do you feel comfortable? Are you happy that you did it? Do you rationalize it? Like, how is this gonna, is this gonna affect me in a way that's gonna fuck me up for life? Like... What the fuck? And mm. honestly, I had way too many mixed reviews. Mm. And I was just like, mm, I can't mm. do it. Like, yeah. I not knocking you. Yeah. Like, and I don't have anything. Like, I have, I have friends that live very well. I have other friends that I'm like, bitch, like, <laughs> for all that, you can work at McDonald's. Like, <laughs> uh -huh, you know uh -huh. what I mean? So, like, I'm, I'm not going to pass judgment one way or the other because I feel like eventually everybody's buying pussy. Like, exactly. one way or another. I don't see how niggas buy pussy. Though. Listen, it's you so don't free. buy the pussy. You buy so them free. leaving. You buy them leaving. You don't mm. buy the pussy. You buy them leaving the fuck alone. Um, I pay for some good head. I ain't even gonna hold you. you all right. If I knew the head was Who certified, you 
And I said, no, oh, you I said would. you would. Uh, if I knew right. I was about to say that. That would still be a prostitution. Right. How much would you pay for the bomber's head on the block? I got two fifty for it, huh? Yeah, two fifty for the bomber's head. Wow. I mean, but see, okay, so so this is my issue with selling pussy, right? There's no, it's not a regulated market. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, it's not a regulated market. Feel me? Cause so like I know bitches that have fucked for thirty dollars and some chicken wings. Right, but mm. on the flip side, rest in peace to my submissive Rob. Like he used to put a cast on my foot and massage my feet for three hundred dollars for an hour. Ooh. Right, like I, I. So you're giving me a foot massage and paying and paying me to, and I would literally just be sitting there like this. Oh my god, <laughs> that tickles. <laughs> like that's it. That's it. Yeah. For three hundred an hour? Oh, don't 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 let him say that he wanted to do a short and a long cast because that's six hundred dollars for an hour cast? and a What's half. A cast? Like a cast, like when you fucking break your wrist. He put a cast and on you, you. Yes, it's a type of bondage for like it's that type of bondage play. Okay. But like wow. he liked making the cast, like dipping the plaster. What do you mean? Like he? <laughs> I don't. I don't exactly understand how you yes. it. Is. You're, it <laughs> I thought it was like you know he just clacked it on. No. Like, no, no, no. He, no he, think back to the 1990s when you used to have that fucking beige yeah. ass, ugly ass cast. He was using wow. her as a muse, and he would he would plaster he would plaster my foot, my plaster my leg, and he would literally just wait for it to dry. And while it was dry drying, he would massage my foot. Then he would take out a pair of clippers and he would cut the cast off. Oh my goodness! I'm going to that to me right now. What? Oh that's God. none of my business. <laughs> that's none of my business. Just out here like, You're like, I would just here to provide a service. This is a- oh, he, I would let him take pictures. No, of, no. she was providing the service. I, I would let him take pictures saying. of my foot in the cast. And he he actually, he didn't go home and nut on the cast because when he uh, would cut it open, it would fall apart. Mm-hmm. But the pictures, now, that's his time. <laughs> He's I don't, like, oh, that don't got nothing to do with me. So uh, That disabled. has nothing. <laughs> like, what do you get out of this? Don't worry. Nothing. <laughs> this is gonna. It was like ghost, right? He was he would be molding the cast like ghost, like he was fucking doing pottery. This is but like gonna, I said, this it is was gonna six hundred dollars for an hour and a half. Oh my god, huh? Randy, what would you pay a girl to do, nigga? What? <laughs> so you could do it to her? So I can do what to her? What What would you do? What would I pay somebody to do? <laughs> do you know that I own a business? I'm not paying right, nobody right, for me it, to do nothing. It. Would you let somebody pay you to put a cash Hell yeah. <laughs> pay me to put whatever you want to do. Listen. Son, I'm not, son, I'm not paying for no head. I'm not paying for no ass. Let's keep not, it all the way a buck, mm. okay? Right? Because I've gotten paid to go out on a date before. That's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're taking, oh, you want to take me out to dinner? Oh, you want to take me to the? You want to take me to this lounge spot? Oh, it's only popping on a Friday. Well, sorry, boo boo. I work doubles on Fridays because Fridays I'll pull down twelve hundred dollars like in a day shift. So, so are you gonna compensate that? Right. So like, you want me nah, to take off on a Friday? Get your money. You feel me? Right. Like you want me to take off on a Friday? All right, bet. Then I need three hundred dollars before I even pull up. Mm. I respect that. I'm not that. Wait, let's get let's get back to how you ended up. So you're saying so? What did you get arrested for? Uh, I, <laughs> um, I have three charges of conspiracy and one charge of felony um, usage of a 
credit card device. Okay. So, yeah. She was swiping. Something like that. Allegedly. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have Allegedly. to. Allegedly. You no. I mean, it, I pl- I pled guilty. Oh, I, I was charged. Oh, I served my time. It's 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 in the books. It's a wrap. Um, but uh, the circumstances right. of how I was arrested are the white part so insane mm. that like I'm literally writing a book so I can write a screenplay so I can mm. pitch it as a movie. So is this the Chronicles of a Stripper. No, this is completely different. This is just a book, like a life story type of situation. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about Chronicles of a Stripper? Strip Club Chronicles, absolutely. So, no, you're fine. So, um, actually, uh, I've worked on... I had a podcast before I knew it was a podcast, mm. right? So, like, back in 2013, 2014, I had an internet radio show with me and my best friend. We co-hosted, and it was a live show. Right. We would have people. People could call in. People could tweet us. It was at the same time every week. But we would record it and replay it on the Internet radio station like the next day. So it was just like beginning level podcasting. Mm -hmm. Just didn't again, just didn't know what a podcast was. So um, I went from that to working for 107 The Beat in Columbus, Ohio, which is the um, iHeartRadio hip hop affiliate in Columbus. Um, and then, you know, I went from there to coming back to Jersey. I worked on So Shameless for like seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Strip Club Chronicles is, it's my, it's a culmination of my life and experiences, right? And it's a podcast about strip club life from the perspective of someone in the life mm-hmm. instead um, of just everyone looking on the outside exactly speculating right what it's so, really like so it's it's me having conversations with other strippers other party promoters bartenders club owners security guards talking about their life their the, how they view current events their relationships mm. things from the strip club experience but also my take on different topics current events from the perspective of a stripper so it's gonna yeah, be kind of I like a, that because you know it's not only we don't only have to talk about shaking ass it's like we're still human beings exactly I think that's something that can kind of get lost and when you hear someone's a stripper you're just like Oh, you must have hella money. (laughs) Oh, you must look good as fuck naked. Oh, you must be down for X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? So it's just like literally giving more of a perspective on what that is. Right. Okay. Can you give us, we have to wrap up a little bit, but can you give us like one of the craziest nights you ever had? <laughs> I need I, I, you gotta you gotta narrow that down like uh, crazy good crazy bad crazy scary crazy lit crazy money crazy like crazy crazy, crazy how crazy on, money crazy money <laughs> all right crazy money let me think let me think um boom okay so this I was so boom. <laughs> I, I so boom so this is in Charlotte, mm-hmm. right? This is my within within my first month of stripping. So I I must I have not been on the floor more than five times, right? And it's early, and I go out, 
and there's like a couple of girls and they're like friendly and chatting and I'm just kind of like okay cool warming up not really thinking anything about it they're spending like a couple of dollars so I go on stage and at this point like I said I really mostly only have floor work because I used to do ballet so I can do splits like I can you know whine a little bit like all right whatever Right. I get off the stage and the girls are like, yeah, no, come back here. We're getting a (laughs) VIP section. And I'm just like, oh, shit, it's lit. I'm like thinking like, yes, like I'm actually going to be good. Like I'm not going to have to stress. Like I'm going to hit my goal. I think my goal was maybe like 350. Right. These bitches went to the bathroom and did some coke. Mm. (laughs) Came back and fucked up a check. Like. It was honestly, this had to be at like 9.20. At night. At night. Oh my God. Like when I say early, early, like these bitches were lit. It was one of the girls. Were they white? No, they were black, but it was a bachelor party. It was a bachelorette party. Okay, okay, okay. So I guess. It's a crazy night Listen, she, and I had no idea what was coming on. I was just like, are you sure? Like, Like, and it was. all for me? Yeah, like, and I was just, I was just so amazed. I was like, am I doing something wrong? Like, are they going to complain? Are they going to try and take this money back? Like, what do I do? I was so lost. And it was, it was probably one of the nights that was just like, come on, son. Like, so come how on. how did you end up making from um, Off of them alone, a smooth 1400 Oh, my mm. God. So I had $1,400 before 11 o'clock that night you made a whole rack of some change wow. beyond your goal nice. so that Not was and like <laughs> so so that was like i said that was uh that was one of the first like big money nights experiences that and i had like, shit i think i could do this, this and it's not bad and it, it really it really put things in perspective to me because i like i went back home and i'm sitting here i'm stressing and i'm just like fuck like i have 17 days left before they repo my car like i need to make a payment like this apartment is how is like running down on me but like i gotta eat and like if i don't have like at least like all right i don't have to get my nails done but i have to have a wax because like mm-hmm. niggas is faces in my vagina like <laughs> i have to it has to look cute yeah. right and it's just so it went from me being like okay if i get this then like it's worth it to like you said, me getting over almost over all the, a stack all over that, and it was just done. like it was the it was the first time. Because mind you, this was again this was before Miami. This was before I got arrested. It was the first time since I had gotten laid off from my nine to five that I felt like I could breathe, and I was mm. just like, "Yo, not to cut you off," and I don't know if it's because I'm drunk, but like that kind of got me. A little emotional because, <laughs> because I know that feeling. I no that facts. Feeling. That's yeah. that's exact. That that's that's one of my real down times, and I done put everything I need to put in punchline punch, and I'm just like, exactly. listen, it's either make or break today, exactly. and I come out. On top of yeah. everything. Son, so like fuck on top. I yo. break even. I'm like, yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Like, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Like, oh my God. Like that's that's a real stripping I'm, stripping is one of the so um people always people always act like so right now I I have I met someone that like I'm entertaining. 
we're talking. Okay. We mess around, right? And when I told my friends about him, how they, long has that been? Uh, like two months. It's okay. real. It's really, really is is really calm. But even just like telling my friends about him, they were like, huh? <laughs> They're like, wait, 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 wait. So he ha- so he doesn't have any kids. Okay. He doesn't live at home with his mother. Okay. He does. He has a college degree. Okay. He is employed. Yes. And this nigga has no neck, face, or hand tats. Who are you? And what have you done with K? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I know. He's like an adult. <laughs> He's like a unicorn. Because and 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 so much of it comes from like. Them niggas ain't I, out listen, here. Don't, they not out here. Listen, they not. The bar is low. Listen, they the not bar, out the here. Bar, the bar, the bar for personality and character content is not low, but the bar for materials for me is low because I've literally lived out of my car. Mm. Like you know what I mean. Like worked at the strip club until six o'clock in the morning. Took a shower at the strip club. Went to go get some breakfast. Went to to Walmart. Because they have Wi-Fi in their parking lot and slept in my car in the Walmart parking lot from, you know, 8 a.m. to 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon where the strip club opens back up so I can wake up, go get food, go to the strip club, take another shower and be back on the floor. And I'm back there for 12 fucking hours. You know what I mean? Like, And doing that every fucking day, day in and day out for four months. Before I was able to save up enough for an apartment. Because did I have money for a hotel? Yeah, of course. But if I pay for a hotel, then I can't pay for that deposit. Yeah. Black women are amazing, dog. Yo, So so that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know. You can see a person for who they are. Because not not what they're going through. Right. And it's just like, and I respect the hustle. Business owners, drug dealers, musicians. Like, that is an everyday crime mm. right you can't get complacent into in that shit unless you've already made it to one of the echelons where you can support yourself mm. right so me fucking with you know little whatever whatever <laughs> hustler nigga like <laughs> fucking whatever who has to get get up and get it every single day versus you know, homeboy from the call center who, as long as he reaches his call quota for the day, is kicked back with his feet back, chilling, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Like, <laughs> we don't, that person can have a degree. That mm-hmm. person can have, you know, grown up in a similar way that I do, but I don't have that similarity. Mm-hmm. I don't have that connection. You like, much, yeah. you don't understand that, like, oh, one of my Johns, like, hey, I'm at home chilling. One of my Johns just called me, said that he's pulling up to the club and he's going to be there after work in two hours. You don't understand why, nigga, I got to go. Mm. Why? Because this nigga gives me $200 to sit there and play pool. Mm. Like, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to give me that instead? If you don't understand that, then there's only but so much we can do, right? And I'm not saying that, like, oh, nine to five niggas don't have that hustle. They don't have that grind because that's bullshit. Because in today's day and age, you need a job, a career, a hustle. Side, and three side hustles. Like, and you know Airbnb. what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you need some residual income, yeah. right? So, like, there's plenty of hustlers out here working in nine to five. But it's just, like, if you it's don't. It's more of that mentality. If you don't know how to get up and go get it then, like, you're not for me because I've literally 
I've lived in and been in the multi-million dollar homes, right? Like I've been to the the private school that's 25k a year, mm. right? I have a house worth of student loan debt, right? Like I've been in situations where it's just like well, crying's not going to help, so what are you going to do, mm. right? right? I tore my ACL. Yeah. Stripping is my main source of income, right? I I tore my ACL June 9th, right? So, I, so I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do, right? So, like, at first, I didn't know it was torn. I just knew my knee was fucked up. I thought I sprained it. So I'm like, oh, like, I have money saved up. I'm good for, like, two, three months. Like, let's see how it goes, whatever, whatever. Had to wait for my health insurance to kick in before I was able to actually go see someone. But it, at the same time, it was still like, well, I don't want to dip into my savings. Yeah. So how am I going to make money? What am I going to do? Right? I'm, I'm still on probation, so I can't go get a job because I'll get background checked right and i can't do anything where i'm handling like private information because my po will say no Mm -hmm. like because that's similar to my charge Mm -hmm. so what the fuck am i gonna do Mm -hmm. that's where the edibles came from it was literally Mm -hmm. like all right all right what can i do my friend had a birthday party she let me make cupcakes I needed, I want to say I needed like 175, maybe 200, ended up making 250. I'm like, all right, bet. You're like, cool, okay, I see you. Right, so this is what we, so this is is how we're going to do it, right? And and it went from me carrying around like, you know, those like cupcake container Mm -hmm. trays with the, it went from me carrying around one of those with one flavor of edible to me having a full menu. Right. I have like eight different types of 100 milligram cereal bites. I have three different types of cookies, a brownie, a cake. Um, I'm I literally have tincture being infused at home right now as we speak. So I can start making. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gummy like gummies and 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 candies and lollipops. And it's to the point where it's just like, damn. I used to treat stripping like a nine to five, right? Mm -hmm. I would set a goal like, all right, you need to make $1,500 between Monday and Friday. I don't care when you go to work, how often you go to work, you need that much Monday through Friday, right? Mm -hmm. And then between Saturday and Sunday, you need another five. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get it, bitch? <laughs> and it was really as simple as that, mm-hmm. right? So Put I went it from, out there asking the universe for it, and then making it the fuck happen. Is setting, setting setting up a plan, mm-hmm. right? Because it's very easy, especially as an entrepreneur, to only move when the money's coming in versus going out and getting it, mm. right? So I literally just transferred the the skills, the skill, the skills, the dedication, the the hard work, the ethic from the you know being a uh, uh, a top 16 in the nation varsity fencer mm-hmm. in high school, right? I took that and transferred it to being a varsity athlete of, of a Division One sport in college to getting my degree to the first job I had and took that to modeling and acting and took that work ethic and hustle from modeling and acting to stripping and from stripping to the edibles. And it's just like... I feel like it's so important because it really just shows you, like, how transferable things are. Yeah. Like, you don't know everybody's story. That's one thing right? I was literally going to say. Like, it, 
even having this conversation, you know, like we said, we might have some misconceptions or have some assumptions of what dancers and their backgrounds and stuff like that. But to really hear what really goes into it day to day, the mindset, this hustle, all of that, like. I'm going to be honest, not everybody has my mindset. I'm sure. Right? But I'm not sure. everybody makes the type of money I make mm-hmm. or the way that I make money. Mm-hmm. Right? But, and I feel like th- this is something that I said on Twitter. And I feel like this applies to you guys too, especially with your podcast being named Ho Face. Mm-hmm. Like I said on Twitter, like you guys get a very large portion of a very small percent of who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you can see me on Twitter. I'm talking about like, oh, you know, the story of how I gave a nigga head in the backseat of a car while my dad is driving. Mm-hmm. Or about, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that was a thing on Twitter, I know. Or, you know, about how much I love giving head or about, like, man, which of my male followers sell dick? I'm just trying to see something. You know what I mean? Like, you get a lot of that. But that's only a small part. But that is only... 10, 15% of who I really am. Mm. So it's just like, just keep that in mind while you like listen to these stories and you look at these people and you think you know what the fuck is going on. You only got a Nigga, little you glimpse. don't know what the fuck, you know, you know what I want you to know what's going on. <laughs> I think there's a very, uh, there's an art of that, especially with the internet and social media, of letting people think they really know you and they Facts. have a great insight about who you are, but it's only what you're showing them. Absolutely. So, I love that. Thank you so much for coming. This is so amazing. <laughs> I feel like we all no, were just no, here, no. like, yeah. taking hella notes. I feel like for we can real. apply this to anything that we're doing. Don't let anything fucking stop you. Grind, 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 but, you know, take care of yourself as well because, you know, yeah. it sounds like you've been through a Facts. lot, but you've learned a lot from this Listen, as well. as long as... My advice as far as relationships, like, making lists, mm. I'm very big on lists, mm. right? Just make a list. Make Capricorn eyes. Yes. Make, <laughs> make a list, whatever you have going on, whether it's work-related, setting your goals, relationships, body goals, you want to, like, exercise, you want to pay for surgery, whatever it is, answer And, like, because I feel like a lot of people move, like I said, based off of, like, what other people's standards are, right? Answer those questions for yourself first. Mm. Don't let someone ask you, like, oh, well, why do you want to do that? Don't let that be the first reason, the first time you heard why. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, answer those questions for yourself before you even present whatever it is you have going on to other people. Because when you do that and you're confident in what you're doing and what you're saying and how you're moving and why nothing else matters you might take pieces of what people say and help it enrich you but if it's not you're something checking it against your own exactly list. you have something that right validated. exactly like trust yourself and find out what your purpose is for you without the influence of anyone else and stay focused on that no matter what it is that's great advice that's great advice okay yeah. so what's what's how's it looking for this new guy is he gonna stay around is he gonna like i'm gonna be listen, i are you are you looking for a relationship i'm not okay i i don't see myself being in a committed relationship with anyone that i haven't been talking to for at least six months to a year mm. like i don't i'm i'm still 
I'm still chilling with your representative, mm. right? Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not beat off of that nigga. Like I still don't really know who you are. And while I think it's important to not put titles on a pedestal, at the same time, I don't think that titles are necessarily necessary to find out who you are and what you mean to people. So I have again set a set of standards for myself. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want. Can we get like a few things off that list? Um, basically, it's it's really more so that like I'm just finally comfortable and happy with myself, like my opinions, the way that I think about things, mm. and I'm not fluctuating that. So it's just like I've learned that I love unconditionally whether it hurts me or not. And just because I love you unconditionally doesn't mean that I necessarily need you in my life on a regular basis. Mm. But I still love you unconditionally. So I know it's possible. Mm. So I feel like if you want to be in my life, then, and and I've given you that allowance where it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm feeling your energy. I like you. I like you too, right? Then you're going to be in my life as much as you put yourself there. Mm. Nice. So if you don't put yourself there and you blame it on me, like I'm, you're not a victim in this, right? I'm not telling you fuck off. I didn't not answer your phone. Like you're spending your time how you want to spend it because I'm very open to different types of communication, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I haven't met anybody that I'm sure that loves how honest I am, how blunt I am, how outlandish I am, my past, my present, my future, under, un, like, Facts. you know what I mean? Like, no, Facts. no one, no one loves that unconditionally yet. So therefore, Facts. like, I'm not in a relationship. Okay. And when someone proves to me that even if they don't like what I'm saying, they understand that it's how Facts. I express myself and how I like myself. Then and I don't I, need and them. And they're fine with that because you're know, like, I want you to like you, right? And be you, exactly. And Even I if I don't like stuff about it, yeah. Like I still love who you are. You, I don't. Right, exactly, exactly. I think I think when you let people, um, when you let people be who they are, then you're not you're not getting disappointed, right? Like yeah. you you were saying that you set expectations that are unrealistic, mm -hmm. right? In your relationships, so instead of looking at a person for who you want them to be, look at them for what they're capable of. And if you're comfortable with what they're capable of, right? <laughs> like, just like I said in the punchline, yeah, yeah. if if what he's giving you or what she's giving you is matching your basic needs and you're good, then don't listen to anyone tell you that you deserve something else. Like or even, like, the thoughts in your mind are right. telling you, well, you maybe you want this and this. Like, oh, well, so-and-so yeah. got a promise ring. Well, do you wear jewelry, bitch? <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck are you worried about a promise ring for? You ain't even got no fingers. Like, I love your handless ass. Like, why are you bugging? Like, yeah. just figure this out what ain't that. Looks, what that looks like for you. Right? Not comparing and just... Exactly. Yeah, moment, except people and what a relationship looks like to me is like, my nigga got to sweat me, but leave me alone. And if you figure that out, <laughs> who dos? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's real cool. shit. That is. That's how I feel, too. That's exactly how I feel. That's me, too. I love it. Dose, oh my god! Man. Thank you so much, And no one has figured it out yet. I know. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming. 
This has been amazing, awesome connecting with you. You have amazing energy. Thank you. I you definitely, you, you definitely have have that podcast. <laughs> you literally, yeah, you can't. You, you took, you all took, of us. you took the show. You, you captured show. all of us. I was like, tell me more. But what about this? What about that? I love it. I feel like those, those are the best interviews when the guest just feels comfortable and it's just yeah, it's opening up. I love that. Listen, you, I've taken a lot of L's. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of any of yeah. them because they made me who I am. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Can you please let everyone know where they can find you again and what you're working on, anything that Absolutely. they can have coming up. And where, um, where they can find you, you too. <laughs> um, okay, so all social media platforms. Uh, Tumblr is not a thing anymore, but Pinterest. It's still a thing. Oh, is this a thing? Oh, well, I haven't updated it in years. You just can't years. post news on there anymore. Oh, oh. no, it's still booming. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, she, um, TikTok, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Email the K Vega, T H E K A Y V E G A. If you want to email me, throw a at Gmail at the end of that. Um, Strip Club Chronicles. There is there is a Twitter, there is an Instagram, but it's pretty much just so no one steals the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still the yeah, it's, it's holding the place. <laughs> I'm still I'm I'm getting back into the uh, into the vibe of like being on podcasts and speaking, not just typing everything. So yeah. this is kind of you know. Thank you guys for having me yeah, on. I remember so I, I had to hit you up earlier. You don't, but you, you don't you seem were like, like I just. You don't seem like you missed a beat. <laughs> Like maybe like last year, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just tore my ACL." Yeah, she, she, I, had, was, like, she was like, "I'm back on my feet." I said, "Come on." Yeah, Sunday, she, girl. you, she, she hit me up like October first, <laughs> or no, like October fifth. I was like, "I had surgery October second, yeah. so like, let me get back to you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just find find me on there. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, at me, or I'm not gonna follow you back. Okay, like gotcha. talk about engagement on like engagement side. i need engagement, numbers nigga. okay okay <laughs> right, and then where can they find you dancing so they can throw that cash um right now cheek like i said cheeks and linden um i still have some like private events to do mm-hmm. you can hit me up because uh, if i'm not available then like i can point you in the right direction um i'm my knee is really only at like seventy five percent. You can only twerk so, a little bit. You know, for, so for like, like an hour. I can I can move my butt, but like <laughs> this, so like getting in the different positions is what's difficult. So like bending the transition. You know exactly. Like yeah. so, um, can you climb up the pole? No, that's why I don't got that back. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Ooh. I'm not all the way there yet. It's really just like. But it's really just table dances and lap dances <laughs> for me right now. But. Um, you know, OnlyFans coming soon. Nice. You know, probably set up a poll in the crib, like bring the strip club to you, bitches. Why you my why you making fucking edibles? Facts. Well, I don't know. That might be a health hazard. I don't think you know, just like you know, like the 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 coochie and the air, the swinging around. Like food handlers like this might you know I'm gonna be there's we 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 Brazilian from you know I mean we hairless from the Lashes down. So and I'm with a little bit of sprinkled pussy on my elbow. I take a little extra. That's there. That's extra. extra. If y'all wanna buy this bat, I take a a little extra. I take a little rice crispy pussy treat. Oh my god. That's the name of the episode. Thank you so much, Arby. Rice Krispie Pussy Rice Treat. Krispies oh, Krispies. wow. Yes. That's really funny because <laughs> the cereal bars in my edibles business are all Rice Krispies. Nice. <laughs> oh, yes. So they can get the edibles also from Yes, hit K-Bang, me up, hit me up on um, 
on Instagram or Twitter at DK Vega, and I will direct you to the edibles page where you can make um, orders, etc. But you know, weed is decriminalized, yeah. but it's not legalized. Yeah, so, so you know, um, you gotta keep it on the low. You know, just keep I just gotta make sure that you're a real person. So you can hit me up if I don't answer. It's because you look like the ops. Like, why are you following 8,000 people and you only got three followers? Feel me. Feel me. (laughs) Feds. Mm. All right. Thank you so much again, Kay. We also have an after show ritual that I'll tell you a little bit about when we finish. So we'll still keep talking our shit together. (laughs) Thank you so much. You've been amazing. Um, Facts, you said? Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Magnificent. <laughs> the light right, skin magnificent. Right. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching on YouTube, watching on Instagram. We fuck with you guys so much. We have amazing things coming for you guys. Don't hold us accountable for that. <laughs> Cupid's mix and mingle. I promise we're coming stronger. Hold you accountable for <laughs> We're coming stronger with great events, okay? Great it's events. okay. We, God was just a lesson we need to learn. We took L's, L's into lessons. L's into lessons. Into lessons. L's into lessons. L's into lessons. L's, L's, L's into wins. Wins. Period. Yeah, he turns one L into a lesson, and, and that's then it makes it a win. <laughs> 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 you see what we do over here? All right, but we want to thank you guys so much for listening. You guys can follow us on Instagram at the whole phase. You just hit twenty six k. Y'all can also You guys can follow us on Twitter at the whole phase. You guys can follow us everywhere you listen to podcasts. So that's SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good, good. We there. You can come get us. You know what I mean? You guys can also that good, good. We got more YouTube content coming through. Just stay on the stay on the lookout. You know what I mean? Like really believe for all of y'all that really believe in us, we fucking rock with y'all. Cause y'all still be riding with us every single day. Y'all know we human beings. And we not gonna disappoint because we do it for y'all. You guys can follow me on the gram at Everybody Loves Becky. Cause everybody loves that Becky. I'm really just a great vibe, you know what I mean? Come follow me for, you know, that inspirational quotes. Bow. Uh, that godly quotes. Bow. What you say? Money management. Money management. That's the finance. I'm all about that finance and entrepreneurial spirit. So let's be out here. Let's be great. Period. That's what's up. Hey, you guys can follow me at MJ Smokes MJ. You know, I just look good. So, you know, y'all can find me for that. JK, I do mad shit. Um, Big move. Y'all can follow my hair page at MJ Braids and Slays. You can follow my tattoo page at MJ Smokes and Pokes. Also, I I keep saying this. I want to sing. So I'm about to just start challenging myself and putting myself out there. So that's coming soon. Period. We've been working. We've been literally doing Movie. little workshops and like stuff like that. MJ's been singing. MJ's been studying. Performance studies. <laughs> fucking singing her scales and shit. Like she, we out here. We out here. Y'all gonna see. That's a fact. I don't know if y'all seen my uh, my my uh, your, your my picture. That you put? That I, I was just yo. I was just thinking. <laughs> like, yo, sent us a picture like last night or yeah, two nights ago. Yeah, it's a picture. Um, cause yeah, I I teach setup. I teach uh hip hop rap workshops for for different students in Harlem, and some in uh Jersey. So uh my uh the CEO of the company. He gave me an iPad and some recording equipment. So I'm about to spearhead a lot of different podcast shit, the smoking word. I'm about to be recording a lot of my own personal reference tracks before I go to the professional studio. Nice. It's yes. about to be, this yo, money 20, yeah. money 20 is on the way, man. It's here, it's yes. here, it's here. Where All they right? can find you? Where they can find oh, all oh, that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You already know. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? We had the variety hours. Somebody was over there babysitting. Um, OD. <laughs> OD. Saving it for later. I have to drive. And <laughs> I'm going on a date with someone not getting any pussy. So oh. relax. So she's like, I got to make sure so, he don't get okay. the pussy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> got you. But if you but if you trying to pop that pussy tonight, <laughs> make sure you follow Punchline Punch on Instagram. Facebook, punch lines with a Z, punch on Twitter, um, punchline punch at Gmail, and just hit me up. We got the orange you lit, we got the pink walls, we got the queen's water to quench all your thirsts, you know what I mean? And not only... And your thirst traps. And your, quench your thirst and your thirst trap. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not only can I make your head bust with the drinks, but I can also make your head bust with the bars. So make sure you follow my personal and That's music not page. Where I thought he was going. With the head. I mean that too, but that. that's a different story. Um yeah. Make sure you follow my personal and music page at Punchlines with a Z, the, the letter, letter R, R, the letter B. B. You already know the ritual. I got to do it like this. So make sure you <laughs> always, always sip slow and never, ever forget the, the hug. Mew, 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 mew. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Thank you guys. See you next week. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. This was so fast.